18 minutes after 7. Uh, you were there, Sarah. Meanwhile, in Joburg City, power is now running load shedding there, having taken over the implementation of load shedding from Eskim in areas where city power is responsible for the distribution of power. But residents say they're still having issues with the schedule. It isn't always working. Or city power isn't sticking to their schedule, depending on where you live. Uh, certainly where I live, I must tell you, I've had that problem as well. And from what I can tell, so have many other people. Isaac Mangena is the spokesperson for City Power. He joins us now. Uh, Isaac, good morning to you and thank you for your time. Are you able to stick to the schedules that you've published for load shedding? Um, good morning to you and good morning to the listeners. Um, the answer is yes. We are able to stick to the load shedding. Um, it's regulated process. And there's no way that when we won't be able to stick to the to the load shedding. The problem comes when obviously during load shedding or when we restore power, maybe you find that there are uh, post loading outages caused by different reasons. It could be um, the theft of the cable, the equipment that failed, and so forth. But in, in terms of sticking to what is on paper. Uh, what we have communicated, we do definitely stick to that. So any areas that aren't being load shed according to the timetable, that's an isolated problem. It's not a big problem across the city. No, we, 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 we have not received such complaints about areas that are supposed to be load shed or they haven't been load shed. The only issue is when we move to the new uh, um, schedule, where you find that people are still looking at their suburbs or blocks in 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 people are still looking at their suburbs of blocks from the old schedule and we did appeal to them that they need to basically go to city power website and try and get the the the, the schedules um the, the updated schedule because maybe their suburbs would have been would have moved so that is the issue that we we basically saw but also when we did the 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 demarcation of 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 the of the blocks, you find that there were some of the suburbs that were fed previous. So in those instances, you find that, for example, Hallingham will basically part of it will be in maybe block four, and another part will be in block twelve. And uh, this is because when there was a fault or problem with the network there, we to keep the lights on, we basically uh, fed them from. Uh, the port, uh, the other, the, the the other block, and as such, you find that when we do that, that is the that that is when some of the customers were thrown off. But there is no universal problem around um, load shedding and the problems. But also, you find that some of the people also look at the at the the, the schedule from the, the private app, and some of those private apps you find that they, they did not update in time when we basically moved or migrated to this new process. And as such, we you find that they're still looking at the different load-shedding load schedule to the one that we have on the on the website. Okay. Um, this new system, does it mean... So what you wanted to do was avoid the sort of four-hour load-shedding blocks during intense load-shedding. Doesn't it mean you have to switch the power off and on more often? And isn't that a problem for your system? Um, so basically, the, the idea behind taking over was not only the fact that we wanted to, to to do away with the four hours, but there are many other uh, benefits that uh, most people did not actually pick or maybe they were not brought forth um, except the fact that we are doing the two hours. Most of those were the fact that we are now able, most of the industries in the city of Johannesburg and the businesses are able to, to, to run even during load shedding without any hindrance. So we have saved jobs 
We've also ensured that those businesses, because they had already started writing letters threatening to leave the city of Johannesburg, they remain in the city of Johannesburg. In that instance, it means that jobs and even production, economic activity continues to remain shaky. But also the, the essential services. The hospitals, that there was a request from the, from the national government uh, that we need to basically exclude them from load shedding. We, in that uh, system where we were load shed by ESCOM, we were not able to do that. There, was, there were problems with water supply because of load shedding. Most people were complaining here on your show, Stephen, uh, complaining about water supply from Afghanistan to Western and so forth. It was because of the, the, the pump station, rainwater pump station in Robertville in that area. It was loaded by ESCOM. It, 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 it basically our substation, but it was loaded by ESCOM. Since we took over on the 6th of November, those complaints are no longer there because that pump station is excluded completely from load shedding. And that's particularly in Mugali City in West Rand and the part of, of Greater Port are no longer having those kind of issues. Yes, the two hours is also an add-on in terms of the, the, the load shedding. But you remember that this is where we were about three years ago. Mm-hmm. It's not the first time we're doing this two-hour load shedding. We did it three years ago, and the rest, when we, when ESCOM forced us to move to to to, to the to, to align with their blog, the residents were complaining about that, and those complaints were sustained. And as such, it was easy for us to basically say, let's move back there so that we are able to, at least in the lower stages of load shedding, we're able to stick to the two hours, and we have been doing that. And in the lower stages of load shedding, most people have got more lives than in the past. Okay. And Isaac, um, this may be a strange question, but we know that people steal your equipment during load shedding, so they steal your cables during load shedding. When you switch it on after a shorter period of load shedding, is it sort of harder? Does does this system maybe reduce the amount of theft? I mean, is it possible to know? Yeah, so with the new system that we're doing, this new process, we're seeing a little bit of decrease in terms of the theft of, of equipment. This is because uh, criminals have got little time to basically execute their plans. In the past four hours, they've got a, a time to basically dig, um, cut the cables, and basically move without being, without being detected. So currently with this new system, we're in, in the two hours, they're actually being able to, de- to be deterred. Um, because of the short space of time. And the equipment itself, remember, it was never even built to basically send load shedding. When, when the network was designed uh, many years ago, 100 years ago, yeah. it was not designed to basically be able to withstand load shedding. And we're still having those problems. And that's why some people may actually still find themselves um, load shed long, maybe, or maybe not being able to be restored on time because of maybe an equipment failed, maybe the substation blew up or cable got stolen and so forth. So the fact that we took the two hours, this does not mean the problems of load shedding are gone. They're still there. Mm-hmm. So people will still continue to experience some of those outages, but we are doing our best to ensure that we have teams that respond adequately and immediately when we've got those problems. Isaac Mangana, thank you. Spokesperson for City Power in Joburg.